forever. Dog. Like I will say, I think I brought it up on this podcast before, but it, but but this movie touched on like for me. I don't know if it's a black thing, but like how black people are treated in the medical system. Like, you know, when me and my partner had our medical emergency, like the way I was particularly treated was a big thing. It was like, um, almost like I was treated like the villain. It was like, uh, wasn't allowed anywhere near the ambulance, wasn't allowed like in the back, even though my name was on the emergency contact, like the doctor wouldn't give me information. But because Um, you weren't, family yeah but the thing is but but legally whoever's on that emergency contact should be able to get that information and oh is that I true was yes and i was and then even on top of that when i finally was let in the back i was able to see like i had to get a doctor removed because literally you know a partner is in pain and like the nurse is like hey she's in pain here this white dude doctor is like trying to test it and it's like pushing aggressively down so much so that I thought it was a problem but I'm looking at the nurses the female nurses who like are now up in arms and I'm like this I know people heard Serena Williams talk about it people heard Beyonce like famous rich black women talk about this stuff and like being in a room where it's like these doctors were supposed to take care of us and Mm -hmm. you know our women and things of that nature and just saw the disregard for pain that this black woman had. And the thing is so funny is I watched that same doctor go across like an emergency room. Um, they had kind of like, a, you know, just a little curtains so I could see him go over to this white girl and like was super fucking gentle. Like I, his cadence was different. Wow. Um, his physicality was different. And it was something that, again, not only did I peep, but like this nurse, you know, God bless her, helped me file a complaint and get him removed. You know what I'm saying? So we had to bring in a black oh. woman and this Asian doctor. And this is like a life-threatening situation. And I'm looking right. at this white dude and I'm like, if I wasn't here, God knows what this little motherfucker would have done. And also, how many how many times has this happened? You know, like, we're not rich. And I'm looking like, I've heard Beyonce, one of the probably the most famous black women outside of Michelle Obama talk about the same thing. Has she experienced it? Serena Williams, probably one of the most famous athletes who will ever live, talks about the same thing. And even in this movie, you know, when he talks about how he wasn't even allowed to be in the room, that is not the case for everybody. Yeah. Um, and I just wonder, like, what, uh, like, what is it? You know what I mean? It's, it, it's one of those things where I feel like it's such a disregard for blackness. And I know we talk about it all the time, but it happens in so many small ways. And that is a major way, especially when, like, you're going to the place for help. You know what I mean? Like, you're literally, yeah. go- I'm only, you only go to the hospital. Especially, no one goes to the ER for a good reason. Like that's not the that's not the place you just drop in to be like, let me get this checkup. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I, I go to parties sometimes, but yeah, yeah you go oh, party right, in that yeah. No, yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. sometimes you go party it's just like every now and then. It, it'd but be who, the spot do you party, sometimes. Do you party in the front or you party in the back? In the back. <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. Talking, come on, brother. I uh, see. I had to wait. I had to wait an hour before I got in the back. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Well, had that's the VIP. the VIP section. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they had the curtains and they had the yeah. waters. Yeah. I didn't get no have, water either. They got a lot of. You got a lot of curtains, man. It's yeah. Nice. They didn't have a curtain when I went in the back. They just left that drink yeah. wide open. And I got no oh, water. Okay. Damn. Uh, that's... No water, man. You yeah, gotta get bro. the fluids. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. but yeah you know i mean i mean i don't know if that's the positive code open but i was like it's just one thing i could not take away from 
while watching this movie, it's like, yeah, yo, it's so trash. It's so trash. Yeah. And like, you can't complain because who are you going to complain to? Like, literally, I'm pretty sure we f- I found a formal complaint. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that doctor is still a doctor somewhere. With, like, right. just, well, of course. He just I mean, didn't no work way. with you that time. Yeah. Like, that, that dude that probably, was it. <laughs> probably did it to more people after I left. You know what I'm saying? Even after the complaint was filed and was like registered. I was like, I want to make sure it's on record. And it's like, yeah. that dude probably, nothing happened. He didn't get no docking pay. Well, didn't have to go to no classes. Like, you know, we, especially we're we're so dependent on doctors, and there's they hold hold uh, they hold such a position of authority. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And mm-hmm. so you kind of it's like, I mean, it's what like cops should be, right? Like it's like there are these people who you're like, oh, I'm supposed to trust you, you know, that you mm-hmm. have my best interests, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at heart, and then you realize that they don't, and then it's weird because it's like. It's. It feels hard for somebody who didn't go to medical school to argue with a doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're yeah. like, it's like it's like we. I have to. I feel like this isn't right, but like it's hard. I'm like you, I don't have a medical know. degree. Yeah. You yeah. you kind of know, but also this doesn't. You know, like you're right. Like who do you go to? I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm lucky enough to not have had any experiences like that, but I know Tessa has that all the time, and. Especially because she, you know, does have an understanding of to oh, some yeah. degree of like medicine mm-hmm. and stuff, and um, has to like fight with doctors who like, you know, because like doctors will not believe black people and black women, especially. I think that's yeah. insane. It's, it it feels it feels so purposeful. It's like it's almost like I I hate to say this, but it's like I don't expect a lot of respect from certain people just based mm-hmm. on. What my skin looks like, and either they see I have a tattoo. I already know, like, depending on where you're from, like, I, I'm prepared for whatever. But to me, it's like the way specifically the medical community treats black women. I just don't. I personally don't understand, like, what. Yeah, it feels like, purposeful in a way. It's like I don't know, man. And they don't do that to every other race. Like it. Like it's not like right, they do yeah. it to like just women in general. It's like no, this is they they do this bullshit. To but black it also, women. but it, but it, I, I do think to a degree, it is like women in general, and then it's even worse, right? Mm. Like it's even worse with uh. with black women, and then like as you saw, like how mm. you were treated versus like how there was a white woman that came man. in, you know. I mean, don't get it twisted. Who, who, who taught these people, man? Where where their fatherhood? I mean, fatherhood's a tough one, Bray. Yeah, that, that, that's a tough one. I, could, I probably should have told the I'm story. I'm just saying, who raised about. them? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, I want to see where their fatherhood, where their, where their fatherhood. fatherhood? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it, it, you learn a lot from somebody's lineage if you know where their fatherhood. Don't say it another time. Like it's supposed to make. Are you trying more to say sense? like? Are you trying to say like fatherhood? Like where fathers live or something? Yeah, I like where their can... fatherhood at? Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. Where they come? Where they come from? Where Where is their fatherhood? <laughs> you actually don't even like this transition, do you, Bray? Like I feel like you don't even like this. With each new line, he feels even better about. No, it. I don't know if he likes this. Like, I want to know, you know, because my dad grew up in Cleveland, but these doctors wear their fatherhood. Okay. All right. Well, let's, why don't we just transition into the show now? <sighs> now I'm understanding why this guy gave us a 
for the transition. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start the show. <laughs> Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Hey, hey, you got up there and you and you talked, man. You 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 talked. I thought you might have written something down. I thought you might have written something down first. But you got up there and you you, you spoke your mind. Hey man, that's a pretty good rail. That's a pretty good rail, man. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that's a pretty that. good rail. Yeah, Thank man. You. Honestly, yeah. good job. Good job. That was Thank pleasant. You. I'll take mm-hmm. that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's got a he's got a distinctive ac- accent. I wonder where his fatherhood. Wow. Stop. Why Are you doing that? We already out of this. I just said it again because I think I know some people skip the transition and I wanted them to. <laughs> no, some people just skip ahead. They they hear they're like, I don't like this cold open. So I wanted them to hear what what the cold open was. You can't call just me so petty. This is this is this you is know, just in case. I just, it's just like gotcha, you know. <laughs> you try to you try to miss it, but I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Butterhood. Okay, there we go. Uh, oh, that's so uh, funny. Anyway, <laughs> this hilarious voice that you're listening wow, to, yeah. you know, <laughs> you might be thinking, is that Dave Chappelle? No, it, it's not. Wait, it's what? A, no, just because of how funny it is, you know, not 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 because of the sound, but you're like, that's wow. that's funny. I'm I'm thinking Dave Chappelle. Uh, no, this voice is Jonathan Braylock. Okay. Oh my god, right. uh, this tired voice is that of Gerard Milligan, <laughs> and this voice is James the Third. It's way too slow. Um, <laughs> you know, but it was pleasant. It was like that was very that was like a little soothing okay. voice. I was mm-hmm. calm. No squeaks. I tried. No. I tried to. I, yeah, I tried to limit the squeaks. Yeah. This is going to be a, a limited squeaks episode. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, well, we'll see. I don't th- know. Th- <laughs> this is a film. <laughs> this is a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. And today we are reviewing uh, the 2021 film Fatherhood, Netflix film starring Kevin Hart. I think it was only really Netflix exclusive. Wasn't yep. released in theaters, so no box office. But it does have a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fresh. 69% audience score. Yeah, it's also uh, starring Lil Rel. We got, um, of course, Alfred Wood- Woodard in here. And let's see, who who is this little girl? Melody, Melody Heard from Battle She's at so Big good. Rock. And She's so good. And the Jurassic oh, World Universe represent. What's that? What's Battle at Battle Big Rock? Battle at Big Rock, the short film they made like two years ago. Oh, she's the daughter oh. in it? She's the daughter in it. She's the one with the crossbow. <laughs> oh, that's fire. Good for her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We had Dewanda Wise. Dewanda Wise. Yeah, she was great. Uh, Anthony Kerrigan, who's in Barry. <laughs> yes, Noho Hank. And Frankie Faison, of course. Oh, Deborah. Yes. Deborah. Um, how do you pronounce her last name? Um, Aaron she, I knew she looked familiar. She's in them, that that Amazon uh, show. So is Melody. No, uh, they don't have that poor little girl in that show. <laughs> is she really? I believe oh, so. No. Yes, she is. Yeah, no. I didn't see it, but she's also in it. Yes. No, yeah. she plays Gracie. Don't have that girl in that show. Well, she is. She's too sweet. Uh, what that, is this battle at Big Rock? I've never seen it. Yeah, it's a short it's film. Bad. Andre Holland's in it also. It's just like 
people going camping and then they get run up on by dinosaurs. It's like a short little eight minute thing. Are they in the movie? In the, oh. the, the new movie? Uh, I don't think they're cast in the movie, but I think it gives you sort of a sense of like what that movie's going to be like. Like teasing this next film? Yes, but also they I, made a short I, I film do think that there's it? a series in development that's like going to potentially be like huh. people dealing with it in the real world. And huh. that's like sort of like a backdoor pilot kind of thing. That's kind of fun. You know what I'm talking about? So yeah, this movie, it, I mean, it's pretty simple. It's about a man who loses his wife right after uh, she gives birth to his daughter, uh, Maddie, and he has to raise the daughter by himself, single father. Um, and the ups and downs, the trials and tribulations of that. That's yeah. it. That's what we got. Um, oh, wow. Oh. DeWanda's in, speaking of Jurassic Park, she's in the new one. There it is. Okay. See? See all the, all the connections? Them... Jurassic World, it's all happening. It's all of these, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, who do, who wants to go first? Should I go first? Sure. Well, yeah, I this I felt like this was a very delightful, f- fun movie. Like it was, I think the acting was pretty solid all around. It did a really good job of balancing the like comedy and the seriousness. You know, it was like. I was surprised at how much I like laughed out loud. There was like a lot of like legitimately funny moments in it. Maybe it was a tad uh, long, but you know, that's just movies in general are usually too long, but it was, it was nice. It was really, it, it was touching to see, like, I don't, I don't have the experience being raised by a single parent. So I just imagine how hard <laughs> I could just imagine how hard that is. And to do it as a single dad is also pretty, it's like uniquely tough because I think it's it's real that society kind of doesn't look at single fathers the same way they look at sing, or single mothers. I don't know if they I don't know if single fathers get as much support, even though obviously single uh, moms deserve a lot of support. It's just that I think I've heard from people that I know that when it's a dad kind of raising a kid by themselves, it's a little it's a little bit harder. People don't have the same kind of like deference, but. Um, as we kind of see played out a little bit in the film, which was nice, but it was, it, it was also just a good movie about family and about mm-hmm. loss. And yeah, I don't know. It was touching. It was a, it was a definitely a nice movie to watch at home with somebody, you know, somebody you love, maybe. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. sweet. I really liked it too. I thought Kevin Hart's acting was really good. I was really shocked at some of the like, um, scenes where he's crying, where they like, don't cut away. They're like, we're just going to sit here and, <laughs> and we're gonna yeah. like we're gonna really focus on him and, and see him get through this i thought that dewanda melody uh, that really crushed it the story was really interesting and moving i did i mean it did to me have that feeling of like something adapted from a book that like has like a lot of stuff that we don't have time to get into there mm-hmm. were like pl- plenty of scenes where it was like huh i'm i'm like interested in what's actually happening during this passage of time, like between other characters that we're not focusing on right now, you know, that kind of thing, like where we, we, you know, when he like leaves the daughter in, um, Mississippi, where are they from? Uh, oh, um, Chicago. Uh, he's in Boston. The family's in Chicago. I family's in Chicago. When he leaves her in, in Chicago and he's like, you know, and we spend, I don't know how much time away from her before he goes back to her. It's just like, oh, like, is he FaceTiming her? Like, are we going to see these kinds of things? Like, little right, just right. little <laughs> stuff like that 
that's one example, but sort of happened throughout that I, you know, that I think is just indicative of these things adapted from from novels that like then have to be squeezed into two hour movies. But I really enjoyed it. It was very moving. Cat cried the whole time. (laughs) I don't think she had a dry eye the whole movie. Um, And so, yeah, it was really cool. I can't wait to, to get into it and talk about it more specifically. Yeah, man. I did enjoy this movie. I, I, I agree with Bray. Where I was like, man, this ain't a little long. I really did enjoy Kevin because Kevin got to do the thing, man. He got to be still funny yeah. in it, and he still got to be dramatic in it. And and the thing is, it's one of those. This one, man, it sucks. This is one of the movies. I feel like if you had just like a straight up dramatic actor, people would have like, oh my god, did you see it? Whereas yeah. I feel like sometimes comedians have that thing of having to prove they're real humans too, not just things that make you laugh. Uh, and that's. Respect wise is a little bit of a, a a a damper, so I'm happy. Like they, I'm happy that the director did just linger on his face. Like you're right, James. Like there's like three or four times. It's no cutaways. It's just like the camera shot is lingering on his face. Like especially when he finds out that she passes away without the doctor saying it. It was like it was just on him, like in real time. And I'm like that that feeling in the hospital room too. That feeling of like yo, there's nothing you can do, and like you just have to wait, and then. You know, hearing him talk about it later of like, yo, I wasn't even allowed to just be in there. I thought I thought was like, you know, I can relate to that. I was like, that's some real shit. So so I enjoyed it, man. I I I think my issue with the movie is, which is probably not the movie's fault, but I have a problem that is on Netflix. Cause like I feel like we heard about it, but then it went away so fast. It's like it yeah. like yeah, that's true. It's like it just felt like, yeah, for that weekend it was dropped. I feel like Netflix more... I was just saying this the other day that Netflix more than any other streaming service, maybe because it's the amount, mm-hmm. like feels like it swallows movies. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, I, like I was like, oh, I've seen a lot of the HBO Max movies and they, I guess they only do like one every like few weeks or mm-hmm. one every month or something like that. But like Netflix be dropping movies like nonstop and if you don't catch it and it's kind of gone... And because they don't really promote their films that much and they're like relying on buzz, but it's like, I don't know, like maybe something else was happening that week and then it's got, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's so hard for Netflix movies to strum up buzz. Did, did Kevin Hart also like recently say something that people were like, uh, again, <laughs> like I feel like he, he, of he his... did. He talked about, he talked about um, cancel culture. He had an interview about yes. cancel culture, which people got mad I feel about. like every single commit older comedian has been asked yeah. about can i feel like it's the standard thing like when every whenever somebody has something to you know, report some interviewer is like and what do you think about cancel culture you know it's yeah like, it's, it's, like, it's, it's and it's such- I'm not, I'm not i'm not yeah i'm not trying to defend what anybody says i'm just saying it is annoying that we're at this point where like every like every media outlet is trying to get some like you know what I mean? Like it's but like then, they're fishing, yeah. they're digging. But then when for you answer the question, something. they're like, "Ooh, we trying to cancel you." It's like, man, shut. Like my thing is, look, man, there's so much to worry about. And I'm like, at least when this movie came out, it's like this movie was produced by the Obamas, and it's like to me, the message of this movie is getting drowned by everything else. Where it's like, this is a single black dad, you know, a single black dad who. America is known to shit on like black dads, period. Like whether they're in jail, whether it is, whether that, the, the, the amount of times we've seen movies or shows about a good black dad, not the uncle who got to come in and take over, but the dad, like it's so far in between. So to see this dude who is just trying to figure it out, I thought like, 
it kind of, I don't know why, but it kind of hurt me a little bit. I was like, yo, man, I feel like this, this deserved more. Kevin was a bigger star than that. Like the Obama's like higher ground. I was like, it, it, it felt like it deserved as much attention as sex life got. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. there's no reason I should see more promo for sex life than a show, a movie produced by the Obamas and starring Kevin Hart. It just don't make sense to me, yo. It just really doesn't. And it's like, if this was Adam Driver, I'm pretty sure it would have worked out differently. Um, and I felt very comfortable saying that. This was like, this was like, you know, Paul Rudd, some other white dude. It would have been treated it, so it, differently. It also came out, like it didn't come out during awards season, right? And it, and it, it came out in that like, I feel like this came out in like what March? It came out Father's Day. Like there was nothing yeah. else out. It came out, it came it came out, out Father's yeah. Day. Day. Like this, like it was. It came out like wow. yeah. There was nothing Why did I else popping. I thought this came out so long. Nah, ago. bro. Just this was out. like not that long ago. In June, yeah, June eighteenth. Wow. Like um, yeah, but ne- but yeah. I mean, that is it's it is what it is. I, I think it's true about most the vast majority of Netflix. There's a yeah. Netflix film right now out with um. John David Washington and like Alicia. Right, I just saw that. I just saw. I, saw, I haven't I seen the like, movie. What? I just saw the trailer. I was like, I had, I heard for. nothing about this. The only reason I know is because I was scrolling Netflix when I saw it on there. I just want some of these movies. I do think, like, I, I do think, and I'm, I'm done my review, but just getting into it, I do think there's a thing of like, you know, it is harder to make movies like this. Um, for that, I mean, it was hard. It was always hard. Like, it, it's right. harder now. But I do think, you know if we want to see black people be able to be in movies where again, like he ain't a thug in this movie. It like, no one's coming at him for his race. He's just literally a black person dealing yeah. with a humanistic issue. Yeah. I think we do have to figure out a way to like, or studios or whoever has to figure out a way to support it. So that more people can see it. So that we have a future of actually humanizing black people versus like having this big six, seven black dude trying to save the world or like but fighting I feel, off. I, an alien or some shit. I um, also just feel like to, I just want to voice this because I, f- I feel like Kevin Hart specifically gets attacked right before these big swings that he's, that he takes. Like, like right before Untouchables came out. Or what was it called? What are they reading? It, oh, right. Untouchables. It was Untouchables. Untouchables. But it had a different, it's a different name, right? Oh, yeah, it's, a yeah, diff- yeah. it's a different name for the US release. But it, but you know, he got his old tweets resurfaced. And also that was right yeah. before Oscars. That was what that was. But like also that movie was coming out and then that movie comes out in January and it gets overlooked. Then like he, I just remember him being so excited talking about fatherhood coming out in the summer. <laughs> and, then, and then like, I don't know, like three weeks before it came out, like this cancel culture thing came out and it was just like, we don't want to hear about this. Just promote your movie. Like, why are we? And, it, you know, and it just feels like, the stuff gets shoved yeah. under the rug be- because of that. Like, it and is, I think it's a ugh. unique thing that is happening to him. He keeps trying to like level up in there's these a few, different it's ways. It's not just him, but there's like, it's, no, it's like right, a select yeah. few people. And, yeah, but he's yeah. definitely one of those people who get targeted for yeah. sure. Where it's like, and they're asking him questions, trying to get him to say something like that. They can put a right. he- slap a headlight on. I, on, I remember, cause I remember they did this with Billy, crystal i think when yeah he had a movie come out and i read mm-hmm. the interview and it was like the headline made it sound like he went on some rant about cancel culture 
And then when you actually read it, it was like literally like one sentence. Like he was like, I would love to talk about my movie. And like, and like said, like said, like something very small and flippant. And they took that one (laughs) thing and they made it the headline of the article. Yeah. You know, anyway, we know that like, even the New York Times does clickbait. Like, it's just like, that's just, that's. See, but I think it's more than that though, Bray. Yeah. I think it's like, I think it's specifically like, to me, it usually happens when a black man and, and and I'm speaking from a black man's perspective, so I'm pretty sure like there's going to be people of um, different um, groups. Like I remember when this happened to such and such. So I'm talking from a black man's perspective. It's something about when a black man tries to upgrade and like do something that is not what people expect it. Do more. It's like, I think about the same thing when like you know outside of um, acting, but like when LeBron when the school was about to come out. It was like so much. Some people were talking about LeBron and like his attitude and shit. And I was like, yo, every time it feels like some black dude wants to exceed a thing that he wasn't allowed to do, it's like, wh- what can what can we do to break this down? Literally, I think about like um, the Oscars and it's like, yo, man, again, what you said wasn't cool. But again, I'm like, my man apologized like three, four years ago. And it's like, now we're bringing it back. And it's like, it didn't come back until he was awarded this thing that he worked hard for. It's like, when I think about the interviewer who we do not know the name of, who brought up cancel culture, we don't know that person. Like we have no, we cannot sit here right now and be like, this person is famous. This interview did this. All we know is that Kevin Hart said he's tired of cancel culture because that's all that person wanted from him. That's all that clickbaity thing was. And it's like, it's an attempt to me to like, stop that progress. It's like, what it seems like when you look at Hollywood and I'm looking like the movies that black men in particular are getting greenlit, it is literally the gigantic black dude who is, you know, literally about to get even more jacked to fight and beat somebody up, to beat up like a robot, to beat up an alien. Why are you talking about The Rock like that though? I don't know. Yeah, I know. A gigantic black It ain't just The Rock. (laughs) The thing is, it ain't just The Rock. Like I was watching this Kevin Hart interview with Don Cheadle that I know everyone's been posting because it's like super funny. funny. But when you think about Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle is, to me, an actor that like, and Denzel I think are like the actors that like, we have black people like really need to look at. It's like, you look at the Robert De Niro's, you look at the Al Pacino's, you look at like every normal looking white dude, right? Who gets to be in these Oscar movies, who can go do a comedy. Don Shooter's been able to do that. And he's a regular. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I mean it in a good way. Like he is a black dude who gets to achieve these things. And looking at Kevin Hart in his movies, like he's just trying to do it. Like he's trying to do the same thing Melissa McCarthy did. He's trying to do the same thing Robin Williams did. Literally the comedian who's like, yo, I'm more than just these jokes. Let me be a human. And like people just won't let this man do it. And it's like frustrating to watch, yo. It's so frustrating. Because like even if he does it on his own and get black people to support him like he did with the Obamas, there's still a white reviewer or interviewer who's going to try to do something to take him down at some point. Like that's literally every single way. It's just frustrating, man. Because it's like, God damn, what are you supposed to do? Like, Kevin Hart is the biggest comedian of all time. Like, factually. Money-wise, like, factually, he has done more than any comedian, black, white, Asian, indigenous man, woman has done. Right? And yeah, people still are like, hey, man, that's enough. <laughs> that's en- I mean, you, you, that's enough. You know, it's just, it's just disheartening we, we cool. sometimes. We cool, brother. <laughs> we, we already saw, I mean, Jumanji was funny, but all right, cool. <laughs> It, it does also speak to his success that he's like, he hasn't been canceled and he has, he keeps getting to do fit. Like he was, the, did that Snoop Dogg thing with the Olympics, right. you know, yeah. like yeah. companies have been like, 
he, he yeah this he, is fine <laughs> yeah no he has somehow managed to he has that jk rowling thing where it's like we canceling you and they're like, all right, cool. I'm back. <laughs> like, but I think it's different than JK. I'm not going. Yeah, it's definitely different than JK. Like, I do well, think not in terms of what she doubles down on her. Yeah. Ter- right. Not in terms of. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it's the acknowledgement of frequent canceling and like, yeah. but still new shit keeps coming. Well, I also think that Kevin <laughs> isn't stupid enough to like not yeah, understand yeah. when he messes up. No, it's know. like if you mess up and you don't know, you apologize and learn from it. Whereas I think some of these other people are like. I said what I said. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. Nobody's going to cancel Harry Potter. You know what I mean? They, right, they might like right. say they're canceling Jake, but you know, we we still going to go to Harry Potter world. You oh, know? well, listen, there's a Harry Potter store <laughs> in New York. What you think? We ain't going to go to <laughs> Harry Potter world. Hey, listen, <laughs> hey, I'm back next week. Let's go to Harry Potter world, baby. Come on. <laughs> Let's oh, go. No. Anyway, let's talk about this movie. Uh, I do like how it starts. I I, I thought the directing and was was nice. You know what yeah. I mean? It was this was this it, was tough yeah. because I didn't know I hadn't seen any trailer and I didn't know I don't know how much the trailer leans into like us knowing when he's single. Like if we know he's single when when it's when she's we just a baby or if we know mm. that he's right single when she's older but like setting it up where it's like a funeral and then they're cutting to and from her being pregnant i was like she's gonna right. die in childbirth i was well, so yeah. it was so it was yeah. too much it was too it was just hard deal man. With it. it was too much the, the tension of the first maybe 10 maybe 15 20 minutes of this movie because i can't i don't remember how long they they took that out but like yeah. all of the tension of that was too it was too much to deal it was even harder when you realized that like she was able to have the baby and everything was going well and then something happened right because so- you thought she was going to die during childbirth yeah, yeah because yeah. it was early and then and it's true like there's so much tension there like I, like you just keep they're like it's like a happy moment you're like but i can't be happy i know she's gonna die yeah um yeah it was surprising and i'm happy we got a chance to see her too because i feel like sometimes in these movies Definitely. like we don't see the love and like yeah. The, the woman that's adored is like, because again, this movie does have one of those those situations where like something happens to like um, the the protagonist's like wife or girlfriend, and that pro- propels him to like do whatever he has to do in this movie, right? Um, but in this case, but in this case, like that is the <laughs> that is the story. Yeah, that, that is the story. Yeah. You know, whereas sometimes it's like. And the woman's gonna die, and now yeah, yeah. the you know like, now he has to find the courage he didn't have before. <laughs> right. right, it wasn't about that. No, it was no, no, more no. like this is the insight against this is the thing that this is why we have a movie because like he was gonna have he was gonna raise his child he was gonna raise his child anyway. Yeah. But he was but now it's a lot I, harder. I had a hard time <laughs> watching when she gets sick and he was like, "What's happening to her?" Like that, like yeah. that was yeah. so tough. And then physically watching him being pushed out of that room, I was like. Cause then, cause then, cause then everyone's like looking at you for, for answers and you're like, bro, I don't, I don't know. Like yeah. not, the, the, when the mom comes up with the gifts, like what happened? And all he can do is like, just like look and kind of point. I'm right. like that. Oh my God. And also Kevin was great in that scene, bro. I'm sorry. I don't care tells me. He was, he was so great in that scene, good man. In this, in this He's, opening scene. Yeah. He was good throughout the whole movie to me, man. I think like he's been doing he's been doing really well. I mean, like I like whatever problems you know 
in terms of like Brian Cranston's casting was the upside. Like he, that was still a solid movie, and he was really good in that too. Oh yeah, he was. Oh yeah, he yeah. was. He yeah. was. Yeah. I mean, I mean, again, watching that scene, and it's like one of those things where, like, um, I don't know, maybe because my acting teacher is such an asshole. Um, I love that they had that shot on him when he was in the hallway because you could see that he wasn't like pre-crying. Um, my, my, one of my teachers always goes like, if it's a crying scene, like a lot of actors try to work themselves up so they can like get to it. So when they start, like if you look at certain movies, you will start the scene and when it cuts to like James and James has to cry, his eyes are already kind of reddish yeah, before like, the I thing happens. Yeah, I already cried. I was yeah, already like, crying. Yeah, you already kind of pre-did it. Whereas like when you look at Kevin, it's all... I mean, that's a skill, man. It's all in real time, bro. Like, he's like, yeah, what's happening? What's going on with her? And then the lady comes out and it just rests on his face. And even in that same shot, it just widens out just so the parents come in. It's not even like we cut away from him. Yeah, it's like, it I, just... I was genuinely shocked at at the way this was directed and how well it was acted. Like, it was like, <laughs> it was so shocking. He did such a great job. But like, that's a star vehicle, man. It's like, hey, bro. This movie is resting on you and your performance, and I'm not going to shy away from it. It's like, I'm, I'm looking at you. Like, we're looking at you. I keep, because I keep thinking about, like, this is talking too much about this because we've already said it before, but I keep thinking about, like, um, like Clint Eastwood, uh, Clint Eastwood, when he was doing Million Dollar Baby, before that, he was f- famously talking about some movie where he was crying, but he chose to turn away from the the, the camera mm. to, to cry and mm-hmm. he got like he got shit for that the critics or whatever and then in and then in million dollar baby he does the same thing but then he he moves the camera to the other side of him so you see his face when he cried like it's him trolling the, the, the reviewer and so it was just it really it i was really thrown that like i mean you know, it be, I was very, very much like, yeah, this dude's a comedian, but he was, he, I mean, he acted the shit out of this. I think comedians, man, listen, I think you can take a comedian and put them in a drama, but I don't think you can take a dramatic actor and put them in a comedy without people <laughs> around them, well. yo. Yeah, I just don't well. think you can do it. Um, like, fuck out of here. <laughs> Tell that to John Hamm. Wait, what, <laughs> wait, what does that mean? Isn't John Hamm, isn't he a comedian? Isn't he technically that. a comedian? He just as handsome man. as hell. Nah, what? bro. Like a comedic he actor. As, he started on Mad Men. That wasn't no, comedic. No, before then, wasn't he like a like a a guy who was not he doing, doing stand up? Not doing stand up, <laughs> but like a comedic actor is what he wanted. But he just looks like John Hamm. Isn't that the thing about him? Mm-hmm. Or am I making that up? Would you call Don Cheadle a comedian? I would call him like an Whether actor. Whether he wanted to do stuff or not, I feel like he's. Definitely, he was definitely a dramatic actor. I know, I mean, I, I mean, he's dramatic, but I know he's like, like to me, Melissa's it's like Don saying, Cheadle. You're right, Jira. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a dude who likes comedy. He just is handsome. But I'm saying, would you call Don Cheadle? Would you say the same thing about Don Cheadle? I would call Don Cheadle a comedic. I would like he could do a comedic. He, actor. he could okay, be a comedic right. actor. Right, I'm just trying to figure out what the you know what what's the lanes. What are we saying? <laughs> Only because it's like one of those things where like. The only reason I even know that is because when I did live but in L.A. way back, just when, because he wanted to be doing comedy doesn't mean he was a comedian he didn't do he didn't do comedy i mean he did i mean he did like a comedic role every now and then but his big role is the dramatic like for instance but like but like but like for him to be a comedian or a a comedic actor is like i guess for me is like i don't consider him a comedian i do consider him a comedic actor because he can deliver comedy and be funny in it 
You know what right. I mean? Like, that's the reason I consider it. I mean, right. like, I would consider him like Don Cheadle. Like, Don Cheadle can do both. I think John Hamm can do both. Yeah. Right. But he's a... Right. Like, but, but I guess, yeah. Dramatic. You're saying he's a dramatic... So I guess you would call Don Cheadle a dramatic <laughs> actor who can do comedy? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's okay. A, even, I see he, like, the, funny, the funniest... Even the funniest actors... Like, I don't consider Shia LaBeouf a comedian, even though I probably should, because he literally was a clown. <laughs> he was a literal clown. <laughs> but, okay. but you know what I mean? Like, but I consider like, him an but actor. See, but it's different. Do. Even that's different, because Shia LaBeouf started as a comedic actor because he was on like a sitcom right you know like a right. disney sitcom but, but then sitcom. what about Whoopi? because Whoopi started in like dramas yeah well, and i mean Whoopi's definitely a comedian yeah she's was actor. a comedian you know she's a comedian she was actually a stand-up yeah but her first right. couple jobs were dramas right color purple. Jack flash color purple Isn't was her first one uh no that wasn't her first one. Oh, that was it oh was it I don't know. That wasn't her first. We already role. talked about this on that episode. And I do not. <laughs> I do not remember. No, no, no. Oh, I do not remember. Oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> also, why am I defending John Ham? I'm not defending John Ham. <laughs> this is not. This is not the platform. Okay, like, wait. Hey, hold on. Wait. John so this comes. whole beginning though was so frustrating. The parent. The parent. You know. But it all makes sense, right? Um, specifically, Alfred Woodard. But both parents and 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 everybody is like, man. Kevin Hart's not going to be able to raise this kid. Like no one, like Citizen. no one that thinks he's going to be able to. But we we hear it most from the, the moms. Yeah, this was really hard because they were like, they were very much like, you have to bring this baby home. You cannot do this by yourself. And like when he said, there are no tech jobs there. It was just like, that was like, so real. Is, hey, I already thought about this. It's like, this isn't just like some happy, like, I thought about that. I can't, I could, I wouldn't be able to pay for anything if I went there. Um, I mean, yeah, you're right, James. That was tough too, because I'm like, if something went down like that, I'm pretty sure that's how everyone would treat me. And like, people don't even trust me to like babysit if Rachel ain't here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm good with kids. Like, no one even trusts me to like watch kids for an hour. If, no if this happened to me, <laughs> <laughs> if this happened to me, that's how everyone would feel. <laughs> everyone yeah. would feel exactly how they treated Kevin Hart. And, it, and, and I, but the thing that I loved about it is even though we could tell it was coming down really heavy from Alfred Woodard, the movie does a great job of not being like this woman's uh, evil or wrong or she just like, got concerned. She just yeah. was deeply concerned and, you know, and obviously grieving over the loss of, of her daughter. And I thought that that was very well done. Yeah, and they humanized her in a great way because you're right, she could have been evil, but even at one point, you know, she is genuinely concerned about him. Like, I think she even, she talks to him about, like, going out again and, like, hey, you know, maybe you, you not, she doesn't say it and it was like, like, maybe you should move on. Like, literally everyone is now yeah. concerned for him. This it's a great example of how you can have an antagonist that doesn't need to be a two-dimensional character, you know, yeah. like <laughs> she's three-dimensional. Like it, you understand the reasons why she's doing what she's doing. And also you're like, whoa, you're being, you're being a little harsh. And then also Kevin is also, character is also like being a little proud. Like it's like, it's both, you know, both are kind yeah. of happening where it's like, it doesn't matter like, well, why wouldn't you want help? Like, like if she I understand not moving to Minnesota, but when she was like, I'll stay here for six months, I'm like, 
maybe not six, but three. Let's do that. You yeah. know, like, but I will say, please, please like, like this- I would love for you to stay here so that I have a like live at home babysitter, like, or somebody who could help me, you know, when this daughter's up at night. One of my friends, her, her mom has been with her for three months now. And, you know, especially because like Kevin and Alfred Ritter's character don't get along. And it's like, that's, that's, I've seen that loving mom and daughter situation and I can see it get strained because now what's happening is, is like with all the help, the daughter or Kevin is probably going to want to raise the kid a certain kind of way. And the parents gonna be like, well, I know best. I already raised the kid. So now you got a conflict happening in your house Mm -hmm. with your kid. And it's like, how do you determine like, I agree. I, I I kind of agree with that, but I'm also like it's a it's a baby. Like I don't know how much like I don't know what I don't know how much conflict you should be given. You know, a, 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 it's like what it, what you got you got to feed it, you got to change the diaper, you got to put it to sleep. Like yeah. it's not you're not doing too much here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And if she's like, this is how you wrap a diaper, I'd be like, sure, go ahead and wrap the diaper. <laughs> but care. it's and then his but his pride really does come into play here, even though they don't, even though he doesn't. Obviously, yeah. he would never say that out <laughs> out loud to them. Yeah. But like, it's certainly a pride thing of like, if she's around, and he and he knows that she <laughs> is judging how he's doing it, he's gonna. That's gonna also instigate f- for fights, sure, right? For sure. And so, like, so that's why he's just like he was very all or nothing. But like, like, please just leave when my mom leaves. Yeah. We need this buffer. We need whatever this is. And, and we don't know I, how long I, I that it. was either. Like, we don't know how long. Yeah. That was she a, showed that was up a randomly time. for the doctor's appointment, which I'm like, I'm happy she did. But I'm like, Goodness. yo, she was she in shock almost. For the doctors. Yeah, that was wild. Was almost in shock when he didn't mess it up. And the doctor was like, yo, you know, your wife will be proud. Like, like it took that. It took that moment for her to be like, yeah. all right, let, let me let this dad father his own kid. Right. <laughs> you know? No, I was just gonna say I do think that like if it's a if it's a single mom, less people would be like, "How are you gonna do this?" But like you know, like it'd like, yeah. be like whatever you need to, whatever support or help you need, you know, like they're not like, like you are you're gonna screw this baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better oh. give us your baby. <laughs> Literally, they were like, she was like, "Give me the kid." I was like, "Yo." <laughs> This is yeah, wild. <laughs> like this is. Yeah. I, I will say I loved his friend support system because I think um, how they handled Rail in this movie. I'm very yeah. Like I like when they great. have comedians, but they don't let them go off the rails. I feel like after a while, some people just let motherfuckers just start improving and stuff. And it was like, no man, Rail played a friend who was a human, not just here to deliver jokes. Um, also, I realized Rail can make a lot of things funny that I'm not sure are supposed to be funny. Like when he was watching the baby walk. And I knew it was supposed to be, I knew he was being very emotional, <laughs> no, I but think I was, it was cracking up. No, I think it was supposed to be fun. Like he, because it hit him so hard. <laughs> like, I don't think it was, like, it was like, why did this hit him that hard? Yeah. That thing was killing me. <laughs> that was funny. Like, he was fun. I, no, you're right, Jara, because it, it's like they, he was in the pocket with all the improv. Like, because yeah. sometimes you'd be watching movies, you're like, all just, right, enough of the improv. Like, yes, like we can yes, tell. Yeah, like, yes. it's just going on. It's yes. like, it doesn't feel real. But, like, his was, like, just, like, it kept, it, it like, just real enough, like, pushing that line, and then he would, and Rose also is just another great actor. Like, he great, really is, yeah. man. Comedic actor. Yeah. Like, I mean, watching him, like, we, uh, you know, I think we, we've seen him when he was in New York, 
um, you know, during the Friends of the People era. But like watching him now, and it's and it's so funny because watching him and to me. I don't know what it is, but watching him embrace like the adultness in himself, like the gray hair, I feel like his body physically isn't just um, comedic relief. He feels grown. He feels like the right. funny grown man in this movie who's like, in this he's supposed to be kind of a ladies man, and then he doesn't even play that shtick up of like, yeah, right. You know, um, I, I I I really like what he's doing. I'm I'm very happy he gets to lead his first movie, his his movie with Yovan. This year, I think. Is it coming out this year? Oh, let me look that It's like him. Yeah. We know. Let, d- d- this is Uncle he's Dave. A movie before. Erasure. Right? Like, how are you going? <laughs> Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew. Oh, Uncle Drew. snap. I'm Uncle you know, Drew. Erasure. Uncle Drew. I am so sorry. I forgot all about Uncle Drew. We reviewed. Like it's the lead his first movie. What you talk about? I'm sorry. Yeah, baby. I'm Uncle sorry. Drew, baby. That's my bad. We <laughs> went to a screening of Uncle Drew. How did I mm-hmm. forget that? <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry. I'm sorry, uh, but no, I like him, man. I, I really, I really like everything he did in here. Uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, yeah, damn, he got movies on movies lined up. Good God! Um, I mean, remember he's been in a lot of movies. He was in freaking Bird Box or what was it called? Yeah, Bird. Wait, Box. he was in Bird. Bo- he was. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, the dude was that knew. He wow. was the nerd dude. Wow. This is insane. Yeah, he, yo, I'm looking at his IMDb. He got like seven movies lined up. <laughs> he was in something else recently too, where he Bad was trip. like such a oh, sp- oh right, Space Jam. Though. Oh, Space Jam. <laughs> you know, he was in Judas like, and the Black Messiah. Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam. Yeah, he was He's a very great. small part of Judas and the Black Messiah. But um, but yeah, you know they had to get him in there. Of course, they got all their folks in that jump. But no, man, watch the movie. Like even skipping across is like I. I was very happy when um, uh, DeWanda showed up because how they introduced her, I thought was so cute. Because I also liked that they aged the daughter up a little bit. Like she went from being like a baby to like now she out here making cereal and waffles. And like, he's like, yeah, the crazy one's mine. And I love that interaction of, yeah, we're being set up. And I liked that the daughter. And that friend is funny too. (laughs) Yes. Yes. What is his name? I've seen him on a train in New York all the time. Um, the freak is his name? Oh yeah, I, have I just to. had it up. Anthony something. Anthony. Um, I seen him so much. I'm like, oh, I kind of like. He's from Barry. Yeah, yes. no, Hank. Anthony. So- I just, I literally just had it up. I'm sorry, Anthony Kerrigan. Ah, no, but Anthony I love, Kerrigan. I love, I love the one in this joke, man. Yeah, she was great. Kat and I both struggled with her name being Liz, but then we really liked how they handled, like, oh, but you can call me. You know, and she had these nicknames. Yeah. The Swan. That was really sweet. But for the first few scenes when it was just, we was calling her Liz or Lizzie or whatever, I was like, um, I my I feel weird. <laughs> but I like the movie even addressed it. It's like, is it weird that my name is Liz? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's like um, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah super this, weird. Is, this is strange. <laughs> yeah, call me Hank. <laughs> um, but also, it's one of those things, too, is I'm, I'm really happy that we saw this from kind of a, a male perspective where like I feel like you see these movies and when it's time for like the single parent to date the kid does become in question like when do you introduce the kid when when do you forget to do excuse me something that you normally do with the kid and like Kevin Hart had that moment where you know look man I, I was trying to play early morning twiz- me and Twister you know and he ended up missing <laughs> um yeah, and that wasn't yeah. his. It really wasn't his fault. It it was so. <laughs> that was that was probably the worst the the his mother in law ever was when she was when she 
was also like, yeah, but it, well, it wasn't just an accident. Like it was your fault. Like basically, yeah. it was like it was your it was fault. Like, it was how? Like, Whoa, come how? on now. Yeah. First of all, this school has a a messed up policy. Yeah. You know that you can't. She can't wear pants. Like she has to wear a skirt. And then also, this little know, boy looked up her skirt. Like you should. Like did he get punished? No, and they, they, ain't, uh, they, they ain't punished this kid at all. I had so much trouble with these. I didn't go to a Catholic school. I had so much, I did, so much man. trouble with all I, of these rules. For, yeah, you did. All right? of these rules bothered second me. Second and third grade. So second and third grade. So um, basically, went like around her age, same thing. And yeah, we had a we had to wear we had to wear a uniform. The girls had to wear skirts, and then like, then they had these things where like, if you like, they had these this reward system where you can win, uh, like. Wear any clothes you want. Dress down day. Dress down, Dress down day. day. Yeah. You know, dang, that's crazy. I didn't know that you was went to one reward. <laughs> I didn't know you went to one. I yeah, went to I years. went to one from kin. Oh my god, I went to a Catholic school. Catholic schools from kindergarten to twelfth grade. Yo, wait, you went to a Catholic school your whole <laughs> whole life, bro. Wait, did I not know this? Yeah, yeah, like literally you, my whole what? life. What? Your whole life. <laughs> so I went to like so a you Catholic can say, school. So you can say Hail Mary's in your sleep. Yeah, yeah listen, man. I know all like what? really I went to a Catholic school. K through twelve. It was such a confusing time. It was like Catholic school. But then like and was it my the family school? was heavily Baptist. <laughs> this is the first time we're talking. <laughs> is this that <laughs> No, man, I was in that thing, boy. I was in that thing, man. It, it, it is funny because those rules, I remember girls couldn't wear pants until I got to high school. And that wasn't even like early. I want to say I was oh, I was a I was a sophomore because the juniors and seniors girls like they they wanted to wear pants. And it was like it was a it was a big deal. Our uniforms were green and white from kindergarten through was that eighth grade? And then when I got to high school, it Men was like really khaki care. and white. No, what did he say? What did he say? He said he leaned into the mic and then said, "We don't really care." Wow! Speak for yourself. I put my speak for right yourself. When, when <laughs> the when the colors were, were, were which if it was the lowers, listen, wow. man, listen, you may not care. It's, intric- I was it's intricate, right? <laughs> it's intricate. Okay. Did you notice her uniform was I like was a green one? Okay, and, and it was the same. And it's the same uh, complex, right? Like same school, like kindergarten no. through. No, okay, no, you went it, to a like, dif- you went to different Catholic schools, different buildings. Yeah, yeah. so it's like okay. yeah, kindergarten through fourth was in one school. Fifth through eighth was in another, and then um, high school was just a whole different wow. school. Yeah, man, and drinks are expensive. And drinks are so expensive. You had to get yeah, like a grant or something if you were like from a certain area. To yeah, that's that incredible. But their rules right. are, are strict, man. Like watching this little girl ha- like have to has to be forced to put a dress on. Uh, uh, yeah, I like, but uh, I really, I really liked how they how they handled this particular particular transitional sort of phase of like of us seeing um his daughter whose name is now escaping me uh maddie Mm -hmm. um uh getting to know um swan and like and them spending time together uh and then Kevin Hart starting to forget like little things or like being upset about little things and then not understand anything Mm -hmm. but like but it is seemingly clear that like Maddie's having a great time and likes Swan. Right. right. Yeah. But because he's 
tripping up in these way in these ways that he believes he's tripping up or it's like it's, it's these huge fallacies he's like oh i have to stop you know i really like right. that 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 yeah. really you know that really rang yeah. true to like you yeah. know real behavior when she was like when she was like it's too soon you know it's 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 uh She's not, she's not ready for this. And it's like, is she not yeah. ready or are you not ready? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, that's a tough yeah. one. <laughs> it was like similar to like the separation. He was like, oh, she's going to like, I mean, this was at the end of the movie, but it was like, she's going to have separation anxiety. And then she just like runs off. <laughs> and he's like, Matt, Matt, like, I'm going to just go look. I'm going to just go look real quick. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, you're going to have separation anxiety. That's so crazy, <laughs> man. It's so funny being around like kids and seeing them do different things and like literally grow up, like go from like not being able to talk to like run and like see them try to form words. So I can't imagine what it's like to be just a single parent and you're just, it's just you and the kid. Like literally when she goes, it's just always just us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We need more people. <laughs> we need more people. Um, that's so real, man. And it's, and also you can think about that kid is saying Aww. that not just for, her own sake but like yo we we you and me bro like you need a break <laughs> like um i don't know man i really enjoyed this movie man I, I i i thought like i thought it was cool like anytime you see a black dad doing right i'm always here for it like i'm literally like yeah let's do yeah. it and it was nice it was nice because this movie again it felt like it wasn't made yeah just for black people right like uh and again nothing wrong with movies about like inner city stuff but it was nice to just like have like oh this is just like a middle class you know dad family like he's not like he's not struggling with (laughs) there's no like drugs there's no you know like cops shooting at people like it was just like a very human normal experience uh and like most of the cast happens to be black you know what i mean and it was that that itself was like very fun and they found really i was surprised at how many times like they found moments of like fun and laughter like even even the yeah. boss like the boss was funny like it was like the but banter see, yeah. between them. that's so cool to me bro like yeah. what are you talking about like that's what life is though man i feel like sometimes you see these movies and it's just so yeah. down and sad and i'm like even when you're poor or or if you have um, like a lot of issues, like it may not be a lot, but there are moments where like sometimes things may get so bad, you just laugh at it. Like, it's just like, <laughs> what else happens? It, like people treat things like everything has to be either happy or sad. Whereas like there is an in-between. And this movie did a really good job of balancing the in-between of the good times and the bad. Like it, I just... It made me very happy to see that and happy to see a black dude as a part of that. You know what I mean? Like, it just was like, cool. Like, yeah, bro. Yeah. We can do this, too. The white noise bit where he's like, he's like, white noise, and then he just plucks in a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Like, but it works. It works. <laughs> but it worked. Work. <laughs> and then at work, he's got this huge, super... <laughs> she likes vacuum cleaners. And then the lady comes in. With, I even like how that worked out. Like, the... like, I yeah. loved that. 
I mean, I thought that I could see that coming, but I really loved that. Like it, it, it the fact that like that the first presentation that goes wrong, yeah. the parents that he's presenting to are just like, oh, this, this that works cool. for me, you know? Because that's what life really is, man. That. Like think about how many times like we've had to deal with somebody and they they're late to a meeting because like, yeah. oh man, you know, my kid had to go crazy. Like we don't shun them. It's like, yeah, man, your kid, yeah, <laughs> shit happens. Like that's. Yeah, that's what yeah, happens. Kids be going crazy. Like, <laughs> like I, yeah, man. And it's tricky because I do want to address this. Is like this movie I was looking it up wasn't written for Kevin. Like, because it's an adaptation of a book. It, it not saying it was written for a white dude, but it wasn't written for a black specific performer. I mean, his name's Matt. Was the I mean, person I'm who saying, broke the uh, who wrote the book white? Was the person like whose oh, experience is based off of? I white? think it was like two fatherhood books. So one of them is a white dude. But let me make sure this one is not that one. Hmm. Oh, I also really liked. Um, I really liked the scene where he where where he runs up on the the parent meeting, and they're like, "This is for mothers," and he's like, "Well, it says parents." First yeah. of all. <laughs> It did. It said parents outside. She's like, this is for moms. She's like, hey, man. What you, what you mean? Come I'm on, man. Wow, this dude is, is like the white guy wrote it. And then he just had a list. He was like, look, I just need you. I, listen, I need you to do it. Why, why is the crying? How, how, does, how does the crying stop? Okay. okay. And then she got two poops. Yeah, she got two. There's two types of poops. One's just a stream. The other's just a, it's a machine. <laughs> that was funny. That was, was a white dude wrote this. Um, Two kisses for Maddie. Okay. Matthew. Yeah, two kisses for Matt. Yeah, Matthew. You're right. Look at that. That's kind of that's oh, that's cool. too. And I, I like think my that. point about it is, is like it just shows that you can just I think about this. I've 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 heard people like, you know, Lena Dunham and other people talk about like they don't know how to write for, you know, black actors or something like that. And I was like, no, man, you can just write a good part and cast a black person in it. Or another person of color in it. Like, you don't have to cast a white dude or a white woman in it. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. Like, I don't know if you guys seen the the interview going and doing the rounds with um, director Steve McQueen. And he's just, like, going in on those. Oh, yeah, yeah bro. So I, I, I think love I saw you Like, share. he doesn't. He, he goes in on these directors in such a way. He's like, I don't understand how you can have all these movies set in America and don't cast black people in it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Which it doesn't. Like... It generally doesn't make sense. And I'm looking at this movie. Go ahead. But when the, the interviewer was like, and why do you think that is? <laughs> it's and like, he just I like, don't know, ask them. points to them. <laughs> just pointed to the other the white directors in the room. And the funny thing is, all of those directors are all uh, acclaimed and have, I think when you go back to it, I'm about to pull it up right now, none of them have had a lead black actor in a movie. And a lot of them do movies that are a slice of American life. Not like this movie is about like the Italian mafia. It's like, no, no, no. A dad, like the descendants, is like a dad, his wife dies, and like we try and figure the shit out. Yes, yeah, it's a family. Right, it's like, family. yeah, you yeah. can do the thing. This movie is proof you can do the thing and just cast people who ain't got to be white every time. <laughs> well, we, you know, we want to make don't it you universal, you know. Don't you and, do this. Uh, universal looks. Don't, don't well, do I'm this. I'm just saying, when you think of just, you know, this, the typical American family, what color do you picture? Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> white <laughs> this you back to, oh my god that's so sad but no I mean but listen man it's so real uh, but anyway I I, I not even talking to Hollywood that's just in general man I'm just like we can do this we can do it like this movie's proof you can let non-white people star in movies that don't involve their race or discrimination or like 
some type of fucking affliction that white people put on them. Good God. Um, uh, sorry. It was just so fun. It was so refreshing to watch this movie. I'm, I'm like, it's just so... Damn, it's so refreshing to watch this movie, man. I don't know. <sighs> Listen, I thought this movie was great. There was just one part that I thought could have been slightly improved, right? So, like, so... So Kevin Hart, right? He's there. He's changing the baby's diaper. He balls it up. He tosses it. Oh, yeah. Goes oh God, through the was, hoop. Yeah, yeah. Lands into the thing, right? But then it was like, there was that second the one. Second, yeah. It like splatters all over the thing. And I'm like, nah, nah. I feel like that right before he's about funny. to do that, Steel comes in out of nowhere. He's like, hey, man, let me get that. And he takes it. He takes it. He, ball, he balls it up. And he's like. I have a feeling you're about to miss this. <laughs> I'm here for this. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and then he ta- then he tosses it in, you know, and it sinks it. Well, no, it goes boom, no, boom, boom, boom. All right, yeah, no, it, it hits, it hits around, and it rolls around, it rolls around. See, I thought you were gonna say James, he does it, it goes and realizes he's going like miss it, so he takes out his hammer and just like shoots the poop, and the poop just like. You know. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then that obliterates it. It doesn't go everywhere. Yeah, it disintegrates it, the poop. It fully disintegrates. I would accept that too. <laughs> yeah. I like you know, sometimes I feel like Braylock looks at us right. with well, such disdain that I think his I think his camera freezes, <laughs> but then he blinks. I'm like, oh no, he just has nothing he wants to say to us. <laughs> just waiting for you to be done. It's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. So if we feel like the film fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helps the cause, we give it a white palm. And if it doesn't really help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. On the count of three, we're going to raise our ratings for fatherhood. Hmm. Okay. Three... I wonder what James is going to get. <laughs> Two. One. <laughs> what? That's Damn, Gerard, go home. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Two black fists it's only somehow because, okay. a white palm. That's okay. I, I gave it I gave it two black fists myself. Listen, so I gave three it, black fists. I would have gave it a fist, but then for some reason, I listened to Braylock's goddamn de- like description, and to me... The movie is fantastic. I love this movie. I want to watch this movie. But when I think about like, does this movie help more leading black actors in Hollywood? I, I don't know if Kevin Hart movies help other black actors because um, Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart, almost like this anomaly. And there's not, it's not on him, but like Kevin Hart movies don't feature new black people in them. Like if I, if I watch like a, a, a Jonah Hill or, or, or 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 Judd Apatow wow. movie. It's going to be. But what about? I'm, you heard I'm, that melody? Heard? Oh yes, you I'm sorry. Sorry, yes. Kevin Hart movies. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I, was, I think I was thinking of like. I'm sorry. You're right. Come on now. I'm sorry. You're right. Come I was on, thinking melody. of like adults. You're right. She was cute. And you know that you know that kid right. no, actors no. go up like. Wait, it, can I redo it? If they start young, you're right. Man, she gonna be big. Can I redo it? Can I redo it? Come on. Okay, baby. you're right. I forgot about it. her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Three black I'm sorry. Yeah, I was thinking. Go. I did. Don't that's on me. Melody, I was thinking baby. of adults, and I was like, "That's not." <laughs> How I'm do sorry. You I don't know because she was great. I'm sorry. Y'all go. I'll think about my explanation you later. Know. 
Also, I mean, not not. I mean, obviously, Rail's career has been helped by other things, but like, you know, it's still good for him. He was good in this movie too. He, you know, it's good. It helped, you know, yeah. it continues on. Alfred Alfred Woodard, obviously, she already, you know, already a legend, but still, she was giving. You know, she was doing some nice, yeah, some yeah, great yeah. acting there from her. Hey, this movie is definitely not going to get any nominations for. Her because yep, they, yep, you know, yep. they overlook. Yeah, like yeah, this. they do. Oh yeah. But he's so yeah. good in it. I hope they can't. I mean, it would be nice Damn. to at least get a Golden Globe for my man. You uh, know what I'm saying? Oh no, we don't do those anymore. Never mind. Hell yeah. Oh uh, that. <laughs> oh yeah. That's that. right. They don't wait. No, no. They just I don't think, do I don't think we're, don't think we're doing right it. Or do they not even do the awards? Right. I don't think they. I don't think they're doing oh, it. Damn. I, mean, I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I think they legit. Yeah, I, I, think I think they legit done. got canceled. <laughs> well. A thing that was canceled that was actually yeah. canceled, you know, most of most right. of the And why um, again? Because they were too white, and people were like, "They're yeah, too white." They also, they did yeah, something like that, and they were like, and "They're like, oh, <laughs> we're tired of this. We can't please you guys." So they, they didn't get canceled. They, they left. Is what happened. They were like, yeah, oh, they pulled a UCB. They're like, "Fine, yeah, we don't have to do that. We they don't have to do this. Oh, y'all complaining about racism? <laughs> uh, forgive our white souls. Y'all just take it. We'll take our money and run." No. Did I say something wrong? What did oh, I say? No. UCB Lily was no. like, "Hey, y'all talk yeah. about racism. All right, we well, can't. Try. Y'all blaming nice. us. Here's a here's a panel." Good luck in on a hair right. team, Gerard. I don't know. They were like, they left it with some people of color. They were like, hey, listen, here goes some minorities to take over and not profit off the theater like we did. Wow, that got, you know, this isn't political. I don't know why that got so real. I um, feel like I got silent after I said it. Neither, <laughs> neither is any of that. That's not it's political. Definitely not either. political. And it's <laughs> certainly pretty, uh, there's at least 60% of the audience that's like, what are they talking? <laughs> um, anywho, um thank you so much for for listening yeah uh oh right i gave it a black you're right i forget her i'm James sorry and... i didn't mean to forget her yeah, yeah. the same reason yeah yeah um, yeah melody and uh, and everybody else i mean honestly and everybody I, else. I also just will say that i think that kevin hart taking swings like this is is a, even though it's kevin hart it's still a fist because i think it, yeah. it will inspire maybe we will get to do yeah. a movie like this yeah know? and also inspire future actors to be like oh wow he you can do that you don't have to just be in a box like so that's it yeah All right, too. that's it. uh so thank you for listening you can follow us at blackman podcast blackmanpodcast.com is our website we have links to merchandise we also have links to a defunct Patreon. Uh, we got a year's worth of episodes on there. So if you want to listen to those, it's $5 a month and then until you're good and ready to leave. Um, also, there's oh. Forever Dog Plus. Hey, Forever Dog Plus, baby. You know, sign up for that. You know, you don't have to listen to commercials. Sign up for that. For all Forever Dog podcasts. So that's pretty cool. Um and if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us a five-star review. We'll read your review on the air. That's pretty cool. I think. Unless it's a bad one, then it's like, then we're going to be mad. Yeah, then we're not going to, we won't read it. Well, um, if it's a five-star, though, bad. we have to. That's what you said. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we, you're right, some we will. People have done that, right? People have been like, here's five stars, but also, <laughs> the fuck is up with this? <laughs> 100%. They're like, this, is what, this is the problem with your podcast. Here's five stars. I think I'm I read all trick these, them though. into thinking that this is good, and then they're going to learn that I actually hate this. You can follow me at John Braylock. You can follow me at James Third Comedy. James Third Comedy. 
Com. You can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I want to say this again before we leave because I know the movie's <laughs> yeah, coming I'm out about soon. About. I, Gerard Milligan, am not watching. Man, man. I'm not watching. What? Man, man. I'm not watching. What are you saying? I'm not, not watching, watching Blank, blank Man. No, it's imagine a word. Bat- Batman? What? Bat- it's two words. The first half of the person's name and his second half is man. No. Wait, blank man no. with Damon Wayans? Man is two. He has two names. It's like watch- blank man. But instead of blank, he has a different p- word for that. And then man is the second part of his name. And it's coming out. And it's a horror movie. And I'm not going to see that movie. He's not going to try to review it on the podcast. So I want to make sure y'all know uh, I'm not going to see it. Horror movie. movie. Uh, he's dude. not saying talking about Candyman the uh, mirrors the, 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 the cameras are reflection bruh stop this is that what you mean Candyman no right 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 I'm gonna Bray? I'm gonna leave Bray? this Zoom your, meeting your, your, your screen is a reflection <laughs> I'm not, okay. not watching it to the spirits to the spirits stop I ain't hey hey Melissa hang him up hang him up hang him up Hey, I'm <laughs> muting him. How do we delete just <laughs> cut? <bro. laughs> I threw my headphones. I threw my headphones. <laughs> okay, listen. Now, here's the thing. Neither one of us can say it either because in the, the movie, somebody said it after somebody else said it four times, and that counted as the fifth time. All right. So All right. I'm stopping this. <laughs> Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Bonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever Dog